Hi everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artist Podcast. My name is Rebecca. Thank you so much for joining me today um, and with what this podcast episode is going to be about. So yes, um, if you are a new listener or a returning listener, thank you so much for joining me and I'm really um, excited to get into this, um, well, to get into today's episode content because I think it's really important, Um, especially for newer artists starting out. Maybe you've decided to go freelance. Maybe you've decided to start your own business, whatever it is. Um, I feel like this can be applied to everyone across the board. And that is this idea of, I guess, this mainly just respecting your own time and getting other people to also respect your time. And what do I mean by that? So to give you a bit of a background, um, I'm one of those people who, you know, I want to show people that um, I'm working with, that they can count on me for things that they need. They can, you know, if they tell me that they need something done, um, they can feel confident that I will get it done. And just overall, being very like responsible for things I say I'm going to do. And that's something I really take a lot of pride in. Um, and lately, I have noticed that You know, sometimes you run into people who are very respectful of your time, and sometimes you run into people who aren't. Um, And I think that, you know, when we're just starting out, it's really easy for us to, you know, for us to want to make sure that people know that, you know, we're good at what we do, um, that we can sort of prove ourselves in a way that we're good workers, And that often can sort of boil over into maybe working outside of agreed hours, maybe working longer than originally agreed upon and not getting paid, maybe taking extra time out of, you know, your personal time to answer in field emails and like ridiculous questions, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. And I think that, you know, learning to value value your time, learning to respect Um, you know, those boundaries that you have, I think it's really important. And in the beginning, uh, when I first started going freelance and when I started working on projects that, you know, other people were paying me to do, um, I was very much, you know, oh, well, like, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. Um, You know, if we go a little bit over, then, you know, that's, that's fine. And in some instances, it is fine. Um, but in other instances, it's it's not. So um, to give you an idea of what this could look like, um, I, once, I once worked on a production and we were in tech week. So if you are new to the podcast and you haven't heard any of my episodes before, um, I am an actor in the D.C. area, um, Washington, D.C. area, I should say. And a while ago, like, you know, pre-COVID a while ago, um, I worked on a show. It was a non-union show, so there weren't really any union restrictions, specifications, etc., etc. Um, but I worked on the show, and when it was Tech Week, um, Tech Week traditionally is very busy, long. You know, you're you're just kind of tired at the end of it because it's just like so much. Um, but 
we were in tech week. It was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something. It was like, you know, probably our second or third day of tech. And we ended up going till like 1230 at night. And we, I think we started at like six o'clock, maybe a little bit later. Um, but the idea of having tech for six and a half hours and, you know, going half past midnight is insane. Um, it's insane. It's kind of ridiculous. And honestly, it's not, um, it's really not all that healthy either. Um, typically techs that start at six o'clock in the evening will normally go till about 10 o'clock at night, maybe a little bit later if it's like the night before. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, as actors, you're like, oh, like that's just part of it, you know, like it's fine. But after that happens for a few nights and then all of a sudden you have to perform that Friday or Saturday, like it can really take a lot out of you. And it took me a really long time to realize this, but I just, I, I look back on it now, I'm like, wow, our time was not respected at all. Because they kind of just assume that the actors would, you know, stay, go along with it. Um, because we were, we were getting paid, it wasn't a whole lot. Um, like, I think the overall payment, like, barely covered gas. Um, but, you know, because we were being compensated, there was almost this sort of feel that we couldn't say, hey, it's getting way too late, we need to go. Um, and, you know, if you think about that happening three nights in a row, and then, you know, we all would have to get up the next day, um, we had other responsibilities and jobs to do, it was, um, it was a lot. Um, and I sort of learned from that, you know, no matter what your situation is, um, if you're dealing with a union, if you're not dealing with a union, no matter what it is, you have to just be really cognizant of how your time is being respected. And if you're not, if your time isn't being respected, then you should really consider things that you can do to make sure that it is being respected. Because the other part of that was that it was a non-union theater. And because it was a non-union theater, um, you know, they didn't play by the same rules as union theaters. And that sort of was probably the biggest thing. I think if we were a union theater, that never would have happened. Um, but it goes back to respecting your time, right? Like, our time needed to be respected in either us being compensated more, or maybe the tech for the following evening, not starting until maybe an hour later, something like that. Um, so that's sort of one example. Um, what this could look like for you is maybe you are offering... Um, I don't know, maybe you're offering to paint, uh, to paint murals and then you're in a consultation with someone for about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes and you sort of get all the basics out of the way. Everything is pretty much agreed upon. And then you send over the contract and just the agreement and, you know, that client gets back to you and they want like all of these changes and they're being really nitpicky. Um, that could be an instance where your time is not being respected. Because if it's possible that they're being super nitpicky about the things that you're initially sending them, you know, it could be an indication that they're going to be that way throughout the project. And when, you know, you're dealing with something like that, that could result in more, more of your time being taken up, um, more materials, more labor, just a lot of extra things that don't really need to be, to be used up. So that's one example. Um, another example is that, um, let's say that you are working with someone, and even if you're working for, like, an employer or something, and they just, you know, 
talk to you about things and projects that you aren't responsible for, um, texting you at like wildly absurd hours, um, maybe emailing you way past, um, you know, regular business hours and then expecting you to respond to that email, um, that same night. Um, stuff like that for sure is really just sort of, you know, pushing those boundaries. And it's up to us as artists to really establish, hey, like, I understand that, you know, you maybe want a rush job on this, but a rush job is going to cost you like one and a half times my normal rate. So if you're okay with that, then we can do this. And making sure you're getting fairly compensated and being respected for the work you do and the time that you do. Because a lot of times what happens is that you'll run into these people who, you know, don't really want to pay you for your services or your work and they just think, oh, well, you know, they're doing it for the exposure. Um, maybe this person is has never really ever had the intention to pay you monetarily and so they think that, you know, they can just ask for all of the re- I don't know, rewrites or re-photography um, edits or something like that. So it's up to us as artists to really understand that in order for other people to respect your time, you have to set those boundaries. I heard a really good quote the other day and it was something along the lines of, you teach people how to treat you. And when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Because it was sort of in the context of a work environment, um, more so like a traditional work environment. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, that does make sense. Because if you're working with someone, like if you're working with a client as an independent contractor, or maybe you're working with a client to create a custom piece, if you don't tell that person how you should be treated, like if you don't say, hey, I only respond to emails during business hours, I'll get back to you within like 24 um like 24 hours if you email email me directly, um, you know, I don't work on holidays and I don't work on these specific, you know, days because they're, you know, maybe religious holidays for you. Um, if you don't tell the people that straight up, like, in the beginning, they're just, like, most people, I believe, are good. And so, you know, most people will respect the fact, oh, right, it's, um, it's Hanukkah and they don't work during, um, you know, that time or, oh, that's right, it's, um, I don't know, uh, something. Like, it's another, um, it's another holiday that people don't traditionally have off. Um, just telling them, you know, hey, like, I'm, I don't work this time, like, you can contact me, but I'm not going to answer. Something like that. Um, you need to tell them up front because then they're going to, you know, respect that. Well, most people will. Um, I have had instances where people, you know, don't respect the fact that you're, you know, taking some time off or maybe it's 11 o'clock at night and they're like texting you and you're just like, why is this person texting me at 11 o'clock on like a Friday night? <laughs> um, true story that has happened. Um, but again, it's, feeling empowered enough to say, hey, this is not when I work and this is not when I'm doing work-related things like emails, etc. Um, I'll get back to you. So it's really, you know, such a simple statement, 
but it really has so much impact because when people, when you tell people, you know, this is how I do my work, this is how X happens, this is how Y happens, and they respect that, then all of a sudden you just feel so much more empowered because you now also have, you know, some control over what goes on. It's not just, you know, completely ruled by the client. It's not completely ruled by the person who hired you. And as artists and as freelancers, as independent contractors, that's so important because sometimes we get into this idea that it's like, oh, well, they're paying me, so I have to do everything they say whenever they say. And that's that's not it. Like, work-life balance, even if it's something that you truly love, that is 100% a thing. And it's so much harder to sort of gauge that work-life balance when it's something you really love. But it's also something that you really need to establish because if you work too much past what, you know, you can handle either emotionally, physically, or just, you know, time-wise, then you're not going to love it anymore. Um, an example of this is, um, well, a personal example I have is I worked for a company and, you know, I was really enjoying the work I was doing. It had to do with the arts. Um, and, you know, my job itself was, you know, pretty easy. Um, I did have, you know, an instance when I was on vacation and they were like, emergency, emergency. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's an emergency. And the fact that they could even like reach me was like, you know, kind of astounding because I was in the middle of nowhere in like New England. <laughs> um, but, you know, I read it and I was like, oh, this actually isn't an emergency. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? I could answer this um, if it were a true emergency, but it's not a true emergency. Um, and this is something that I can handle when I get back from vacation. And that's something that, you know, like, it took a lot of, a lot for me to set that boundary for myself because I think that we as artists, when we get to that point where it is freelance and we're hired by someone else, if we say that we can't do something or if we say, like, no, I'm sorry, that's, like, not when I do this, we will feel like we'll lose them as a client. And quite honestly, if that's not, if that happens and you end up losing a client because of it, that's probably not the kind of person you wanted to work with anyways, right? Because you want to work with people who respect you, respect your time, and respect your work. And by keeping those three things in mind, if someone isn't going to respect them, then, you know, it just turns into, oh, like this person like hired me to do this, but now they want this. And like, you're going to start getting really resentful. And that doesn't feel really empowering at all, right? But if you say from the beginning, these are when I work, this is how you can contact me. This is what's, you know, my expectation of you. Then you just get so much more feeling of being empowered as an artist because you're taking ownership of your work and how it, how it happens. And I really think that as an artist, being able to set those boundaries, even if it's something you love and saying, you know, maybe it's like saying, um, no, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do tech week until 1230 in the morning. Um, we can end at 10, 1030, 11 if we really need to. But anything past that, you know, it's not, it doesn't make sense for us. You know, we're all tired. We all need to go home and go get some rest. Or maybe that boundary looks like, hi, I'm not working on vacation. Please respect that. Like, that's okay. And I, it's going to take some time to, to get, you know, comfortable with saying no to things if it's like work related and you're like so passionate about your work like I am. Um, 
and like putting that boundary like it's gonna be kind of weird in the beginning and it's gonna be it's gonna feel strange but establishing boundaries is so important because you need to value your time and you value your time and tell other people to value your time by establishing those boundaries of when you work when you're off how to be contacted to tell them not to expect um you know you to email them over the weekend and it's just I've been on both sides of this and I always feel so much more empowered when I'm like hey so this is sort of how I work Um, and I ask that you respect that and, you know, I'll respect any of your own work, um, rules that you have. And it's just, it just feels so much better, um, to, to say that. Now, in all honesty, I'm still working on establishing those boundaries, but I have started. And even if it's something as small as, you know, not checking your email after 5.30, not, um, responding to texts outside of you know, whenever, you know, you want to respond to texts or just even the fact of not even giving your phone number to people within your workspace and being like, no, please contact me via email or via the, I don't know, this work chat. Um, establishing boundaries and establishing how people need to respect your time is so important as artists because that's what's going to keep us, you know, creative. That's what's going to keep us wanting to continue to share our art, share our services with, you know, the world. Um, that sounds very cliche, but it's true. Like, we need to feel rested and whole and not dealing with people who aren't respecting our time in order to produce our best work. And if that means you're having to say no to potential clients, then that's fine. Like, I would rather you work with a client that, you know, maybe respects your boundaries, or not maybe, but a client that does respect your boundaries, respects you and your work, than someone who maybe is willing to pay you all the money in the world, but treat you poorly. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's a really big, important thing. And, you know, it starts with tiny steps, right? Baby steps. So whatever you're working on right now, I want you to think to yourself, okay, what are some ways that you can establish those boundaries to feel more empowered as like an artist, right? To feel more empowered as a freelancer, to feel more empowered as a business owner. You know, maybe it's not responding to emails after 4.30. Maybe it's, you know, being completely present with your family when you are with your family and not, you know, fielding emails and texts um, regarding projects you're working on. Whatever it is, I want you to identify You know, the smallest thing that you can do to sort of establish those boundaries to feel more empowered, to feel like your time is respected. And I want you to see how it goes. See how it goes. And then once you feel comfortable enough, take the next step, the next step and the next step. And eventually you'll just be so comfortable being like, hey, this is my time. Please respect it. And not apologizing for asking other people to respect your time. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on it and sort of what you think about just sort of the idea of boundaries, respecting time as an artist, especially when, you know, when you love what you do, you don't mind really going over time, I guess, to to work on that. Um, I would love to hear, hear your thoughts, so feel free to send me a DM at artists as entrepreneurs on Instagram. I would love to chat. And before I go today... Um, 
Today's podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, the Empowering Artists Podcast Community. Um, It's exactly what the name implies. We're just a community of artists empowering and supporting each other. We would love for you to join, and all of that information will be in the show notes. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will see you soon.